our first reading today speaks of humility. My child, conduct your affairs with humility and you'll be loved more than a giver of gifts. Humble, you'll, humble yourself the more and you will find favor with God. So the book of Sirach seems to think that humility is a pretty important thing for anyone who's a follower of God. And yet humility is not a very attractive concept to most of us. Humility, we generally think of, is when people who are a little bit too much need to get knocked off their high horse or taken down a peg, whatever expression you like best. It's for people who are really, truly just conceited. They need a little humility. But not me, I'm good. You can already see where the problems begin. But humility, even if we recognize we might need it, we still don't want it. Because we think of humility as allowing our failures and our flaws and our limitations to be just out there for everyone to see. And that's just not something anybody wants. And yet, not only does the book of Sirach say that humility is kind of a big deal, but in the verse that we heard from the Gospel of Matthew during the Alleluia, we heard this, the words of Jesus. Learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. And so if humility is something that Jesus has, humility is something that the followers of Jesus should want. We want to be like Jesus, and he calls himself humble. But that also tells us something else. Humility is not about showing the whole world our failures, our weaknesses, focusing on our limitations and our flaws. Because Jesus doesn't have any of those things. That can't be what humility is about. Because Jesus is humble but he has no sin. He has no failure. He has no weakness. He's almighty God. So humility can't be about that. So what is humility? Maybe if we know what humility really is, we'll find a little bit of a desire for that in our hearts, or maybe a big desire for that. Humility is about knowing the truth about who you are. Humility is knowing the truth about who you are and who God is. And that's where we start to get into difficulty already. That's why humility for us usually involves getting knocked down a peg or our flaws and weaknesses being put on display because we sometimes forget that the person we look at in the mirror is not God. Maybe without even saying the words, we start to think of ourselves as God, and we move the actual one true God out of the picture. This was the first sin of humanity, and so in some way it's at the core of every sin we commit. Adam and Eve rejected God and tried to make themselves God. 
That was the problem. That's why that's the first commandment. You shall not have false gods before me. First and foremost, yourself. Over and over and over again in the scriptures, the Lord says through his prophets, they shall be my people and I will be their God. You be the people, I'll be the God. And over and over and over again, our ancestors up to the present people here in this church decide, why don't I be the God for a while? Maybe just for today, maybe just for this moment, maybe just at this time when the Lord is calling me to do one thing, I'll just be my own God. And so humility for us in those moments is about being knocked off that horse. You are not God. You have limitations. You have weaknesses. You have failures. But humility is not just about those things. Remember, humility is about the truth. And the truth is attractive. There is some part of each one of us that wants to know who we truly are. Because we find that we are a mystery unto ourselves. It takes some figuring out who that person in the mirror looking back at us really is. Right? Isn't that sort of like a stereotype for the college years? You go away to discover yourself and who you are. Well, there's some truth in that stereotype, in that cliche. That especially in these years of adulthood, when many people are leaving their families and their childhood homes for the first time, it's when you first begin to figure out, well, who am I on my own? Who is that person looking back at me? And we want to find that out. That's a search for humility. To find out the truth about who you are and who God is. Because from this pulpit here this morning, I'll tell you that you will never discover who you are by looking in the mirror. And you will only discover the truth about who you are by looking at Jesus. It's the only way. We often understand that Jesus came to show us what God is like, right? God was high up in the heavens, an invisible spirit, unable to be approached. And so God became man to show us what God's like, but he became man to show us what humanity is like as well because we're a mystery unto ourselves. Maybe you think you're not a mystery. I guarantee you are. Ask your friends. Ask your family members. They'll tell you you're not so easy to figure out. Jesus came to show us who we are. What it means to be human. What it means to be fully alive. Part of that is realizing our limitations, our sinfulness, our weakness. Sure. Because that's part of the truth of who we are. 
But the other side of that is learning your potential, your strengths, your God-given talents, because that's part of who you are as well. You will never figure out who you are by looking in the mirror. Other people will never figure out who you are by looking at your Instagram. If we want to know the truth about ourselves, about our neighbor, and about our God, we'll only find that when we encounter, when we look at Jesus. Today, we celebrate the Feast of St. Augustine. I mean, we celebrate Sunday in ordinary time because he gets the boot because Sunday is more important than Augustine, I guess. But if it weren't a Sunday, it'd be the Feast of St. Augustine. Perhaps one of the most famous converts in the history of Christianity who spent a lot of his young years trying to figure out who he was and what he wanted. And who spent a lot of his young years Think of, thinking of himself as God. He might not have said that, but he certainly didn't want God in the picture. He thought he could figure things out for himself on his own. Until that moment of humility came. When he was knocked down. When he encountered the living and true God. And there found what he would, had been looking for for so many years. There found out who he truly was and who he was created to be. He only found out what his purpose was, what he was created for when he met the creator. And that's what led to perhaps his most famous line in his autobiography, addressed to God, his creator. You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. The whole purpose of college, at least in theory, is to seek the truth, to learn the truth. But the most important truth that you will learn can't be tested, can't be graded, and won't show up on a transcript. Because more important, as important as the truth you seek across the street is, and it's important, infinitely more important is the truth you find here. When you encounter Jesus Christ in his word and in the flesh, he who said, I am the truth. Here, where we encounter Jesus, we find the path to humility. That is the path to discovering who we are, who God is. And then we begin to live that truth. And that's when we become fully alive. That's when we begin to really live. 
when we know who we are. And that's attractive. That pulls our hearts. Have you ever met someone who knows exactly who they are and what they're about? Man, I would jump through a glass wall for that person. You've come to BGSU to search for truth. You'll never find all of it across the street. Because here, the truth takes on flesh. My child, conduct your affairs with humility. Find out who you truly are. And as St. Catherine of Siena says, if you become who you are created to be, you'll set the whole world on fire. Conduct your affairs with humility and you'll be loved more than a giver of gifts. Really, you'll discover how much you're loved once you know the truth about God. Humble yourself the more and you'll find favor with God. You'll be firing on all cylinders, finally living the life you were created to live. Humility is not just about our failures and our weaknesses, though that is part of the picture. Humility is about the truth. May God bless you in this new school year as you seek the truth. And may you find Jesus Christ, the truth who sets you free.